guys, it's Kelly Langston, and I want to take just a moment of your time to tell you something that God's been putting on my heart about this coronavirus thing that we're going through, and something that, you know, timing to me when I start to see the timing of things, because God works in perfect time, you know, in His time, He does everything, and so that's why we say wait upon the Lord, and because He does things right in His time. So when I see things happen in the world or in my life or around me, I often pay attention to the time and the season and the days, but not to get too deep into all of that. What is on my mind is that uh, we are headed into the Passover season and Easter. And I think there's a, a, a wisdom and a hidden meaning to all of this because of what we're dealing with right now and how it's falling on Passover and Easter. So if you have just a minute, um, not too long, I won't take too much of your time, but I want to go into uh, Passover and how that relates to this coronavirus. And if you hang on me to the end, there's something that uh, I want to um, encourage all of you to do right now. And I think it's very, very important and that uh, how we handle this coronavirus thing depends on the people of God. And so I have a message for you at the end of this. So with that said, I'm going to jump right in and not take too much of your time. In Exodus 12, I encourage you to read the whole story of um, the Exodus. But I'm going to start with 12.7. And I'm going to read it. And then I'm going to talk about it real quickly. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month shall be... For you the beginning of months. It's a beginning. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Tell the congregation of Israel, God's people, that on the tenth day of this month, every man shall take a lamb according to their father's houses, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for a lamb, then he and his nearest neighbor shall take according to the number of persons, according to what each can eat, you shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, Jesus, a male, a year old. You shall take it from the sheep or from the goats. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats, and you shall keep it until the 14th day of this month, when the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill their lambs at twilight. Then they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and the lintel of the houses in which they eat it. They shall eat the flesh. This is kind of, you know, but this is the scripture. They shall eat the flesh that night roasted on the fire with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. They shall eat it. Do not eat any of it raw or boiled in water, but roasted with its head with its legs and inner parts. And you shall let none of it remain until the morning. Anything that remains until the morning you shall burn and you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover, for I will pass through the land of Egypt that night, and I will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and on all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgments. I am the Lord. The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are, and when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and no plague shall befall you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt." This day shall be for you a memorial day, and you shall keep it as a feast to the Lord throughout your generations as a statute forever. 
you shall keep it as a feast. And then it says, I'll, I'll skip down a little bit, um, about um, Moses tells him to go and, and follow those orders. And um, for the Lord will pass, he says it back to them, for the Lord will pass through to strike the Egyptians. And when he sees the blood on the lintel on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not allow the destroyer to enter your houses to strike you. You shall observe this right as a statute for you and for your sons forever. And when you come, because I'm all about motivation to reach your promised land. And when you come, where did I go here? And when you come to the land that the Lord will give you, as he promised, you shall keep this service. And when your children say to you, what do you mean by this service? You shall say, it is the sacrifice of the Lord's Passover. For he passed over the houses of the people in Israel, in Egypt, when he struck the Egyptians, but spared our houses. And the people bowed their heads and worshipped. And you know the story. It happened just like this. So, okay. So let me, let me give you some things that, you know, I'm just like you. I, I've been watching the news, except I've turned it off, <laughs> and it is focused on terrible, terrible things. I mean, they're taking statistics. I know this is really bad, and I am not here to downplay it. It is bad, but they are manipulating statistics to make it even more bad than it is. I mean, they're not looking at per capita, uh, for example. I don't want to get into that, but my point is... It's bad. We don't need you to constantly make it better for us. This coronavirus is bad. And people do need to pay attention to it and follow the guidelines. That's not what this is about. But our focus and what the world and the enemy wants us to do is to turn our heads and look at the fear. Is to keep us focused. It's feeding us this fear day after day after day. And the Lord, I do believe, this Passover time is not a coincidence that we are going through really so many peak waves of this coronavirus thing during the time of Passover and our redemption Easter. And the story is fascinating. So just to give you background without reading the entire scripture, but I do encourage you to read it yourself. But the, the Israelites were in bondage to the Egyptians. They were given their basic needs, food, water, and shelter, but it was basic. They were not able to go out and do the will of the Lord and to be all that God created them to be. It even says that in here. They they were not they were not given the abundant life that Christ promises. They were kept in slavery, but they had their needs met. I think we have an enemy that always wants that for us. He wants to keep us in bondage. He wants to tell us that, hey, I'll take care of your needs and convince us that that is best for us, but that keeps us from doing the will of God. I'm here to tell you that you have a purpose and a plan and a promised land, which is what this motivation to reach your promised land is all about and why this coronavirus thing is God's been speaking to me. And I hope this encourages you. But let me get back to it. So they were in bondage. So. The Lord sent the series of plagues and he hardened the heart of the Pharaoh. And when I look at the news media, I see their hearts are hard. I mean, we are still in all these political battles and they're using politics right now. And they're not, their hearts aren't softening. Um, we don't need to be talking about all these political battles. We need to care about the people, right? Um, but their hearts are hard and they're still doing it. And I, that reminds me of the story, God hardened their hearts. Because he was about to ruin them. He's about to, uh, the victory was coming. But before 
So what God did is he told them, and it was a, a beautiful foreshadowing of Christ, the blood of Christ, by painting that lamb, that lamb without blemish, and painting it over the door post. And he, he painted it, and the, the angel of death would, would go through Egypt, and it would spare those houses. Okay, guys, that's the Passover. We're headed into the Passover season, and we have this plague. The, the plagues of Egypt were all about plagues and how God spared his people. And not only, if you really read it, he didn't only spare it, they walked out with treasures, the Egyptian treasures. They walked out. And they walked out after this Passover and they, got, they were led straight to a Red Sea where the enemy was coming after them, right? And it looked like they were done, absolutely done. It was the Red Sea moment. And the chariots were after him. The people were crying out. And that is when this great miracle occurred. And there was a parting of the Red Sea. And the people were spared. And the enemy, the enemy army was destroyed. And I think we're in this like Passover time and our Red Sea moment is coming. It's time now not to look at the circumstances. Yes, take care of yourself. I'm not advocating that you don't follow the guidelines. But don't put your focus on all of these things because right now when you're in a battle your focus had better be on the Lord and that's good because he alone right now is able to save us right he has taken away all the things that we've held on to all of those little personal idols that we all have I mean I do too and I like I've watched the news a lot he's removed removed some of that he's removed sports and all the things that we really love and um right now he's taken our our heads and, and we we need to look to them to him for our deliverance but guys i'm going to tell you that i believe that he is ready and waiting for that i i think this is our passover moment so right now what we're called to do is to be still and know that he is the lord because i i just like the red sea moment they had run out of the ability to do anything for themselves it was time for them to trust god that's where we are right now, folks. This thing that uh, is going uh, over the world, the entire world, we cannot control it. We can do our best to kind of keep it at bay, but it's the Lord that heals and Jesus that brings healing. Um, so we need to trust him and we need to claim those promises and we need to uh, pray that God protects us under the blood of the lamb. That is the key. And right now, this is my encouragement for anyone who's following me. I want you to know that you have a promised land is something that God created you to do, created you to be, and he, that you do have a place in the body of Christ. And what that place is, it's very important. So now is the time not to be shy, to speak out the word of God, speak out the promises and the hope and the love of God. Because you know what? The world is consumed with fear right now and it's being fed a constant diet of fear. But you know what? And this is the promise. Perfect love, the love of Jesus, cast out fear. And that's what we need to do. We need to be brave and be strong. Armor up with that spiritual battle. Because, guys, this is a war. We're going to put on the, the armor of God. Read about it. And we're going to go out there and we're going to speak the word of God. And that is the light of the world. We're going to tell the gospel message because he is the light of the world. And in this dark time... That light is going to shine more than ever before. And we're going to wait and see. So I hope that encourages you. I hope, um, I want you to know that God 
picks specific times. He allows things to happen for a reason and the promises that all things work to the good for those called according to his purpose in Christ Jesus. Yep, we're going to see him move. And yes, it's going to be glorious. And, and even in this horrible dark time, God's going to do something amazing. Just like when the people were at the Red Sea, they thought it was over. Hey, it's not over until Jesus says it's over. Okay? It's not. Your life is in his hands. And even as Paul said, what can man do to me? What they do to me is nothing because when I go, I'm going to be in his care. So trust God. Trust him. He's got something amazing going on right now. I don't know what it is. I don't know the mind of God, but I know his promises and I know you can count on him. So go out there and be a light because the world is watching and speak the promises. Just speak them over to your house um, and pray. He's going to take care of you. He will never let you down. You will never be alone. He will never leave you or forsake you. God bless. I'm Kelly Langston. Feel free to share this message. Um, and uh, again, uh, promises to reach your promised land because everybody has a promised land. Um, may God be with you. And may his light shine in you.